Antediluvian Revelations, a poetic retelling of the Book of Enoch, the Prophet. Part 2, Canto 3, The Parable of Knowledge and the Fate of Mankind. Enoch was aloft with the watchers in his days. He beheld a deep valley, and wide was its entrance. The rest of the world, all who dwell on land, on the sea, and on the islands, will bring to it gifts, presents, offerings, and tributes. Yet that deep valley will not be full. Those within that valley will commit iniquitous sins. Whatsoever they produce by labor, the sinners will devour with crime. However, they will all perish from the face of the Lord of spirits, and from the face of this earth. United they will stand up, and together they will fall, not ever knowing God who is forever and ever. Enoch saw the angels of punishment who were gathering there, watching those who dwelled there prepare every instrument of destruction. Enoch asked the angel of peace, For whom those instruments are they preparing? The angel of peace who accompanied him said, These are biding time and preparing for the eviction of powerful ones, those of the earth who claim to be kings when they are thieves and liars, that they will perish by the work of their crimes against God and man. Afterwards the righteous and chosen house of his congregation will appear being unchangeable thenceforwards in the name of God, the Lord of Spirits. Nor shall these mountains exist in his presence, as the earth and the hills as the fountains of water exist. The righteous will be relieved from the vexation of those sinners. Enoch turned and looked to another part of the earth, where he saw a deep valley that was burning in fire. Into this valley were brought many monarchs and the mighty. There he saw instruments being made, fetters of iron without weight, Enoch asked the angel of peace, For whom are these shackles prepared? The angel replied, These bindings are prepared for the hosts of Azazel, that they may be delivered over and judged to the lowest condemnation, that those demons of nationalism may be overwhelmed with hurled stones, that those who oppress others may be thoroughly punished with rockets and bombs. None of them are innocent, and they will all suffer for the harm they cause, as the Lord of Spirits has commanded, because those criminals have sinned. Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, and Fanwell shall be strengthened in that day, and then shall they cast all of those sinners into a furnace of blazing fire. The holy watchers will avenge the Lord of Spirits for their crimes, because those sinners became the servants of Satan, by seducing all others who dwell upon the earth with their pleas, supplications, and lies. Surely, in those days of the early 21st century, punishment will go forth upon all of the world for this iniquity from the Lord of Spirits. Just as it is written, so shall it be, and there will be no other gods before Eloi, the Shining One, saith the Lord. In those days, because they are prelude to the end of days for mankind, punishment will go forth from the Lord of Spirits. What will happen, however, is not the same as that which will take place in the first destruction of earth. The first reset for all of humanity is a warning of what is to come. In this first reset, the receptacles of water, which are above the heavens, will open up, and the fountains likewise, which are under the heavens, and under the earth, will begin to flow with all the waters of earth. All these waters of earth, which are multiplied in the heavens, and other waters from within the earth, will be mixed together. The water that comes from the heavens will be the agent, coming from the heavens beyond earth as ice in origin, a comet aggravated and flung from the orc cloud, and aggressed by Jupiter's gravity toward the earth, and the water which is under the earth shall be the recipient. All shall be destroyed, those who dwell on the earth, and those who dwell below the extremities of heaven, having trespassed on earth in defiance of God's commandments. By this means, 
the errant alien angels will understand that they have wrought a terrible iniquity, having committed the violation of a universal oath on earth against humanity, which has offended the Lord. And by this means of destruction shall they perish, this way of water being the only one like it ever imposed. Then the Most High, the Great and Holy One, spoke, I will send you, Enoch, in some later years to come to the son of Lamech, who will be your great-grandson, Noah. You will say to him in my name, Conceal thyself, depart from all others into the wilderness of the north, the far reaches of Siberian forests in Asia. Then explain to him the cataclysmic events which are about to take place, for all the earth shall perish. The waters of deluge shall come over the whole of the earth, and all things which are in it shall be destroyed. Teach thy great-grandson how he may escape, and how his seed may remain in all the earth. Then the Lord turned to and commanded Raphael, whom God gave power over the spirits of men and angels, Bind Azazel hand and foot that he may not escape. Cast him into darkness with his eyes blinded. Open the desert which is east of Jerusalem, and cast him in there to rot and decay beyond the sands. Throw him and hurl him upon pointed stones, covering him with darkness. There shall he remain forever. Cover his face that he may not see the light when you do this, and in the great day of judgment he will be consumed in the fire that will rise up into the extremities of the earth's atmosphere in that one place on earth on that very day. Raphael made haste to leave from there to do this task, knowing that God's command was serious and urgent. With Raphael hastily exiting upon the command of God, the others stood by, ready for their orders, because this was the event whereupon God decreed his judgment for the actions of the fallen angels, and how to make repairs to correct the evolutionary course of mankind on planet earth, such that there might be renewal, and a return to the original course of evolution as he designed. Restore the earth which those errant angels have corrupted, and announce life to it again that I may revive it. All the sons of men shall not perish in consequence of every secret by which those fallen watchers have revealed, and which they have taught to their offspring, the Nephilim. All the earth has been corrupted by the effects of Azazel's teaching. To him, therefore, ascribe the whole crime that he suffered greatly. The Lord God Almighty then turned to Gabriel and said, Go to the biters, the reprobates, to the children of fornication, and destroy them and the children of sexual immorality. The offspring of these wanton and womanizing watchers, remove them from among mankind and the earth, bring them forth and excite them one against another, causing them to perish by their own hands in mutual slaughter. For eternal life, as a length of their days, shall never be theirs. The Nephilim will entreat thee for my mercy, but they and their fathers shall not obtain their wishes. They will hope for eternal life and repentance, but they will not have the benefit of Fenwell. They will only live on earth as long as five hundred years more before being destroyed in the deluge as I command. Gabriel did as God commanded, leaving immediately to invoke and incite a holy war among earth's offspring. Upon the earth, the news spread quickly among them, the Nephilim, the Anunnaki, the Emites, the Amorites, and the Raphaites, so that wars, terrors, and horrors increased worldwide, and they fought among themselves, as God had decreed. Because God had given Gabriel the power over heaven and earth, the task of inciting a holy war among those whom God had condemned to destruction has always been, and will, 
always be his task, but Gabriel also protects the elect, whom God has chosen to survive and shield from those wars. To Michael, the Lord said, Go and announce the adjudication of his crime to Shamyaza, and my judgment to the others who are with him, who have been associated with women, that they might be polluted with all their impurity, when all the sons shall be slain, when they shall see the perdition of their beloved, bind the souls of those offspring of the fallen for seventy generations underneath the earth, until the day of judgment and consumption, which will effectively last for eternity. Because they shall be taken away into the lowest depths of the everlasting fire of torment, this confinement will be an imprisonment forever in the prison of angels. Shamyaza will not be imprisoned as those others. Immediately after their final incarceration, he will, together with them, burn and perish after being bound only until the consummation of many generations. Effectively, God's mercy being extended to Shamyaza, who, in truth, which was Michael's virtue to say, tried to prevent the crime from its inception. Shamyaza's fate is to simply burn and perish after being confined until the day of judgment rather than burn forever, which is the eternal torment for the others and their offspring. God's mercy for Shamyaza was to take away the gift of eternal life, which becomes an eternity of punishment for the others. Michael departed with the message of truth in God's wrath to come, and God continued speaking to Holy Raquel. He said, Destroy all the souls addicted to drugs, depravity, and dalliance, and the offspring of the Watchers. For they have tyrannized, tormented, and terrorized mankind. Let every oppressor perish from the face of the earth. Let every evil work be destroyed. The plan of righteousness and of rectitude will appear, and its produce will become a blessing. Righteousness and rectitude shall forever be planted with delight. Then shall all the saints give thanks and live until they have begotten a thousand children for the whole period of their youth, and their Sabbath shall be completed in peace. In those days, after this great deluge, all the earth shall be cultivated in righteousness. It shall be wholly replanted with trees, filled with benediction, and every tree will be planted in it. In it shall be vines, and the vine will yield fruit to satiety. Every seed which shall be sown in the soil shall produce for one measure a thousand, and one measure of olives shall produce ten presses of oil. Raquel hurried to his task and readied his aim, finding a choice instrument from the distant asteroid belt, frozen and enormous, mostly being made of ice, that would surely have the result God commanded. Then the Lord God Almighty turned to Fanuel and said, Purify the earth from all oppression, from all injustice, from all crime, from all impiety, and from all the pollution which is committed upon it. Exterminate all evil from the earth. Then shall all the children of men be righteous, and all nations shall pay me divine honors. Bless me and adore me. Cleanse the earth from all the corruption of those fallen ones, from every crime, from all punishment, suffering, and sacrifice. Guide them to repentance and the hope of everlasting life, even unto death. Allow these antediluvian revelations to prevail with wisdom, because I will never again send a deluge upon earth from one generation to generation forever. In the latter days I will open the receptacles of my wrath, which are in heaven, that I may cause my judgment to descend upon earth, upon all the works, and upon the labors of man. For those who repent, peace, and equity shall associate with them, 
for all the days of their existence in my spirit, and in every generation of them, forever and ever. Afterwards, the Ancient of Days, who does not have a need for repentance himself, because he is holy perfection and everlasting life, immediately knew that the damage was severe, that mankind would refuse to repent of pagan idolatry, murder, and heretical lies, and that this problem was not so easily solved, he stated, It will have been in vain that I have destroyed all habitations of earth. I decree that I will never again increase the quantity of water on earth by directing an ice comet from the Oort cloud to melt in the sky, an impact that it causes tidal waves, storms of heavy rain, and results in a great deluge that wipes out the scourge of humanity. I will not act thus towards all of those who survive and dwell upon the earth. I will place a sign in the heavens, and it shall be a faithful witness between myself and the chosen forever. As long as the days of heaven and earth last upon the earth, that never again will there be destruction by water, and the way of water has been the second chance for the souls of men. Afterwards, according to this my decree, whenever I shall once again be disposed to seize them beforehand, by the instrumentality of angels who will, in that day of affliction and trouble, impose my wrath and my punishment upon the earth, that my punishment and wrath will be by fire inextinguishable, that there will be no survivors, that there will be no way of water, that there will no longer be a second chance for any life to ever live again on the earth because it will be burned to ash. That ash, the fallout, will fall and cover all of the earth, choking out all life unceasingly for the equivalent of a lifetime and a half. This contamination of ash will irradiate the earth, killing all life. Thus saith the Lord, the one and only one, the Holy Spirit. O ye kings, O ye mighty who inhabit the world, you shall behold the elect one sitting upon the throne of glory. He shall judge Azazel, all his associates, and all his hosts in the name of the one and only one, the Holy Spirit. There likewise Enoch beheld a host of many evil spirits who were moving in punishment, confined in a network of iron and brass, a worldwide web of deceitfulness. Enoch asked the angel of peace, Where are those in confinement going, and who are these demons? The holy angel Serechiel, who was a holy one unlike these others, said to Enoch, Each and every one of these, their beloved and their hosts, who flourished in the fountains that flowed from the blood of the innocent, will be cast into the deep recesses of the valley, and that valley will be filled with them, their beloved and hosts. The days of their lives will be consumed, being ended forever, because the days of their error are innumerable and unforgivable. These errors will be the sign of the end to come. The crisis caused by these errors they will see, and all in that valley will know the end is to come soon. Enoch was very surprised to hear this antediluvian revelation, but he patiently entreated the holy angels to continue. Michael said, Then shall princes combine together and conspire. These princes of darkness and deception who desire and covet for power over others in the world, for the greatest dominion and wealth, the chiefs of the Middle Eastern land, those among the Parthians and Medes, becoming known as Iran, will remove kings, shahs, and sultans, and in the evil of their perturbation will begin, hurling them from their thrones, springing as lions from a den, and like famished wolves into the midst of the flocks. They shall go up and tread upon the land of the elect, 
All of the land of the elect will be opened up to them at last, the threshing floor, the path for them, and the city of righteousness, the city of Enoch's righteous descendants, Jerusalem. Israel shall impede the progression of Iran, and their horses, which draw the chariots of war, the Merkaba. The descendants of Enoch will oppose them, and the descendants of those who worship false gods will rise up to destroy each other with the missiles of Merkaba. Their right hand will be strengthened by the western prince, who is a prince of darkness in both genders in one body of power. Being an abomination to God in every policy it imposes, that neither Iran nor Israel will be anyone's brother or friend, nor will there be a son to a father or to a mother her daughter until the number of the dead bodies shall be completed by their deaths and the punishment to follow. It shall not take place without cause, but it will lack reason. In those days the mouth of hell will open. Into it they will all be emerged and swallowed. Hell will consume and swallow up those sinners right before the eyes and in the face of the elect. After this vision, imparted to him in the holy words from Michael, the angelic messenger of eternal truth, and from another prophet, the son of a man from another time, Enoch beheld another army of chariots with men riding in them, but they were not Romans. Enoch did not even know about Romans in his time. They came upon the wind from the east, from the west, and from the south. Nuclear missiles from every direction, going in all directions, because it was the beginning of the end. The sound of the noise from these Merkaba was heard all over the planet, because there was no place anywhere on earth where there was any silence or darkness, with all of it being on fire. When that agitation took place, the saints of heaven saw it. The pillar of the earth shook from its foundation, and the sound heard from the extremities of the earth echoed into the extremities of the heavens simultaneously. Then all who heard it fell down and worshipped the Holy Spirit, for the arrival of Gabriel to unite heaven and earth was imminent. This concludes this episode of Antediluvian Revelations, a poetic retelling of the book of Enoch the prophet. Be sure to subscribe or follow for notifications of new releases. Thank you for listening. I am Michael.